0: Hey there, it's your girl, Andrea Griffin-Rogers. Don't you think it's high time to wake up to some healing, to be revived from brokenness to wholeness and from pieces to peace? Well, I do. So come and join me at the Can I Get a Favorite Podcast. Enjoy it. Hey, guys. How are you today? I pray that this message reaches you in the best of spirit and health and good energy. As always, it is time to check in with you. I know uh, for the last few podcast episodes, I haven't said that, but of course, I want you to know that every time we meet, it's time to check in with you. This podcast is your opportunity to just be still, know that God is God, and to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you. That is what my ministry, Agents of Revival, is all about. And actually, I have an announcement to make that the podcast name will eventually be changing within the next um, coming weeks or so. Uh, Definitely by the second season, you will see a new podcast name. Same flair, baby. You're going to get the same name. But you're just going to get a different title Uh, and it's not so much that we're doing away with the can I get a favor. Um, It's just going to be even more reflective of the ministry um, of Agents of Revival. So just, you know, getting you guys prepared, God is doing a new thing. And I am just so excited as to like where God is taking me and taking this ministry. And it's just wonderful, man. So, today's uh moment that I want to discuss actually piggybacks off of yesterday. And I didn't know I was going to do a part two because I actually wanted to talk about something else different today. But God was like, No, I need you to talk some more about this topic because it's such a big topic, it's a touchy topic that a lot of people are dealing with today, and it's about identity. We are really in an identity crisis, especially in America, but dare I say in the world, where so many people feel like they have to change who they are. They have to pretend or become. It's like all of a sudden adults have become children and you're playing make-believe everywhere you go. You never just show up as you because you don't even know how to accept you because The world and society and culture has beat you down so much and told you that you are not enough. And so you got to just show up differently. Just who God made you are is not enough. Your personality traits, your quirks and flaws are just not enough. And that is not true. That is a lie from the pits of hell, baby. The enemy is stirring the crisis of identity in this world. That is not God's truth. God knows exactly who you are. He created you and he created you for such a time as this. You were created on purpose. Do not listen to the enemy's lies that says you were a mistake. You are a black sheep of the family. Nobody loves you or accepts you or care for you, baby. I bind the enemy's lies in the name of Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus over that because that is not your truth. Your truth, God says, is that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That when he made you out of every other creation he made, the animals and the, and the earth and sky and everything, God said it is very good. He made you wonderfully complex. So it is okay if somebody says, oh, well, you're different. Baby, thank you. Thank you for noticing I'm different. Oh, you're a little complex. Praise the Lord. I'm right in good standing with the father because that's exactly how he created me. And before I go even more into this detailed child, we're going to say our prayer as usual. Because we don't want to go any further without making sure that we give glory and honor and praise to the Lord and that we usher him and welcome him in to this moment with us. And so Spirit of the living God, we come to you right now. I just want to say thank you for allowing us this opportunity to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Sit me down in this moment, Father God, and stand up in me so that your people will hear you. It may be my voice that you're using, Father God, but that they may hear a word from you that will give them the encouragement that they need that will stir their faith and give them the energy and strategy and power that they need to continue on through the storms, tactics that they need to defeat the enemy and to rebuke those lies. Jesus, restore and revive identity. In you, in the name of Jesus, I pray that this seed, this message, this word falls on good ground and may it produce good fruit in the lives of your people. This I pray in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So today's message, uh, I actually didn't even get you guys the title. <laughs> I just realized that like, um, I told you it's piggybacking off of identity revival part, um, but it's actually part two. And so today's message is you gotta get dirty to get it. That is the topic of today. You got to get dirty to get it. And so what I mean by that is many times we want things in life. You want purpose. You want to know your identity. You want to be healed whole and set free. You want to be restored. You want to be in a better predicament. You want to have a better job or you want to move to a different environment or location. Um, whatever it is that you want but the question isn't about you wanting it and why you can't get it. The question is, how bad do you want it? And how dirty are you willing to get in order to get it? And I don't mean, excuse me, guys, you know, my, enemy trying to take my voice, child. So again, pray my strength as I deliver this word to you. But what I mean by that isn't about getting dirty in the way the world gets dirty. It's not about being doggy dog. It's not about throwing somebody under the bus. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about how bad do you want it? How dirty are you willing to get for it? If it's in the, let's say it's in the trenches of the mud, child, and it's it's deep. Whatever that thing is that you want. Whether it's that pot of gold you want, so to speak, when it comes to money. Whether it's the house you want. Whether it's the opportunity you want, that car you want. uh, Or even right now as we're talking about identity, knowing who you are. Whatever it is, if it's in a pile of mud, I'm talking about mud and quicksand and whatnot, how badly are you willing to trudge through to get what you want? That's what I'm talking about. Are you really willing to roll your sleeves up and get your hands dirty or not? You know, it's the same thing when it comes to healing. So many people say they want to be healed and healing is not just about a physical ailment healing is an emotional thing and a mental thing as well there are many people especially after covid that you had a mental breakdown emotionally you just don't feel the same way you once felt so many people are talking about getting to normal but normal wasn't even normal for you baby God is trying to shift you and take you somewhere different. He wants you to get out of that normal because that normal was comfortable for you. See, when you stayed in that normal, you could just continue as you were. But God had to shake some things up to get your attention to say, that's not where I want you to stay. I have better in store for you. So you're going to need to move where I'm telling you to go and show up where I'm telling you to show up. And that's the word for somebody, child. And so... When it comes to identity and knowing who you are, how bad do you want to know it? You know, I had a conversation with somebody recently and they were talking about how they don't think they hear from the Lord. And so how do how do you go about um, hearing from the Lord? And part of it is doing the work. That's the biggest thing. God speaks. Are we diligent and obedient enough to silence the noise around us? In order to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. God is not going to yell and scream at you. He's going to whisper. And so are you quiet enough? Is your environment quiet enough for you to hear? And I don't just mean like, Oh, child, the kids are just screaming and hollering. And and uh, the husband's yelling this or that. Or the family wants this. Or wherever you live. I'm not talking about that. Or neighbors doing this doing that. What I'm saying is how quiet is your mind how settled is your heart for the lord to even enter into it even if you feel like you're in a chaotic place are you sitting still long enough in the spirit and in the natural to hear what god is saying to you you have to quiet the noise That means no scrolling on social media because you don't have nothing to do. That means no turning on no music because you don't have nothing to do. Unless it's a gospel song. And I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, That means no doing work. No watching TV. None of that. It means silencing everything in order to hear what the Lord has to say. And in that moment when you are just sitting in utter silence, then asking the lord it could be a formal prayer or an informal prayer it could just be hey god in this moment may you speak to me can you give me a sign can you reveal yourself to me can you order my steps to a word from you and that word might be him sending you to the bible or it might be him sending you um to somebody's sermon message but they have a word for you but you have to get to the point where you can get to the word yourself and I know you may be like well Andrea kind of veers off the topic it doesn't because our identity comes from the Lord and you learn more about your identity in his word but so many people feel like well I've tried that and I, I went one time I went two times I went five times wasn't that enough? <laughs> and it's like, come on. Are you serious? Like I always tell people, when it comes to God and cultivating a relationship with him and really establishing a deep, centered relationship with him, think of it as a human being. If it's a boy or a girl you like, you know, man, or woman, whatever, it don't matter. If it's somebody you like and you only talk to them today and they don't hear from you until Valentine's Day, do you really have a relationship? Is that really your boyfriend or your girlfriend? Is that really your best friend? If it's not, if it's a platonic relationship? No, it's not. Because y'all had one conversation. And they, they didn't hear from you again until February 14th. The same goes with God. If he hears from you one time or two times and you're like, well, I mean, wasn't that enough? We did talk for like an hour. That should be enough, right? No, it's not. Because that wouldn't be enough for you. I think one of the reasons why the golden rule in the Bible is doing to others as you had them do to you, isn't just about how you would treat people, but also, how would you want God to treat you? Would you want God to just show up in your life once a year? Would a once a year blessing just be okay with you? If God just showed up one time in your lifetime and, and that was it, and just... Did did that one thing that you said, oh, God, could you really do this for me? Would that be enough for you? I mean, just really think about it. Because how many times do we pray and say, oh, God, could you just do this thing for me? Do this one thing for me and then I'll be all right. And then a week later, child, maybe five minutes later, you're like, oh, God, can you do this other thing for me? But if you only had that one thing and that was it, would that be enough to sustain a relationship? Would you feel like you know God and God knows you? No. It's not enough. And so when it comes to your identity, how dirty are you willing to get in order to get it? Are you willing to do the work? Your identity is not going to come from things. It's not going to come from people. It's not going to come from places. It's not going to come from the world. It definitely won't come from the world, child. If you looking in the world and in culture and in magazines and books for your identity, baby, throw it away don't even waste your money because it ain't in that your identity is in the Lord and see when it comes to me I tell you all the time I can't teach you nothing I haven't been through myself I went through that I talked about it in yesterday's podcast episode I went through that where I felt like I didn't know who I was when my grandparents died because my identity was in being their caregiver for so many years and even when I graduated college like I remember even before then because i graduated in 2010 and when i graduated i remember um the day after i literally just felt like what do i do now because all my life was school i mean pretty much and and i was one of those students that never took a day off basically like um, which is another reason why god really started to work in me and because of what i went through in my job wilderness season it birthed this ministry about um healing and balance and rest because i was the type of student that never took time off in college i even took summer courses you know most people are like yes summer break hey let's turn up not me child i was taking summer courses and so you talking about you got fall semester winter, uh spring semester and then summer and then even in high school, I was going I was doing pre-college courses uh, at my co- at my uncle's college, uh, which is FAMU in Florida. And so I was going down there to do c- classes. So, I mean, I, my life was just school. That was my identity. And so when I graduated, I didn't know what to do in my life, honestly, because it was like my life had been mapped out for me for so long. What I do next? And then, so, fast forward to when my grandparents died, that was another thing I put my value or my identity in, was being their caregiver. Like, this is, especially my grandmother, because my my grandfather did have a nurse because he was handicapped, uh, but my grandmother didn't. And so, I had to be her nurse and her errand runner, and I mean, just, anybody who's ever been a caretaker, you know, like, it's a full-time job, and... And i was doing that and working on the job so it was just like oh my gosh i when i look back over that time it is the grace of god that got me through that because i'm like how did i survive all that i was doing i was even talking recently to uh a college friend and we were talking about school and I was just telling that person like what I was going through at the time in school they didn't even know and they were like why I had no idea what that was going on I'm like yeah ch- I don't know how I survived it <laughs> I mean it really was the grace of God but I'm saying all that to say I had placed my identity in these things these these tangible things and people so that when the time was up when they died when the season was over for it to be in my life I didn't know what else to do. I was lost, like a lost sheep. (laughs) You know, um, Jesus, what, what do I do now? And so what I learned through my Joe wilderness season was that God had to show me your worth, your value, your identity is not in these things. It is not in people, it is in the Father. You have to be content with knowing Who and whose you are. You are a child of the most high God. Before he formed you in your mother's womb. He knew you and set you apart for a purpose. And that even before you took your first steps. Or spoke your first words. You were already royalty. Because you belong to the father who is a king. You are already grafted into a royal family. I heard somebody recently say, uh, I call her like my life coach, so to speak, um, a young lady named Latoya Kea, and she said, you know, when, uh, if you think about the, the natural royals in the world, when a new child is born, they are automatically royalty. They are automatically princes and princesses. You know i'm not getting into the details of the titles and all that like in the british um monarch but i'm just saying like you are already born into royalty so that is your lineage there's no escaping it and so we have to understand that in our own identity of there is no escaping who god says we are so our identity needs to be grafted in him our identity needs to be rooted And the truth of who he says we are. Once you enter into this world, the world will throw many labels at you. But now is the time to shake off those labels and go to the source and say, Father God, who do you say I am? The enemy in the world will lie to you. They will make you feel like you got to be a certain weight, a certain height. You got to look a certain way. You got to wear your hair a certain way. You have to wear makeup, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and do all these things to yourself in order to be accepted, in order to be liked, in order to be loved, in order to be appreciated, in order to be approved. That is not God. God says, come as you are. Broken, battered, bruised, hurting, scarred, sad, angry, disappointed, shame-filled, guilt-ridden. Whatever it is that you are facing, dealing with, find yourself filled with right now. God says, come to me as you are. That's the person I want because that's the person I can use that's the person i can mold in my image that's the person who i created in my image that's the person who i can pour my oil on if they just allow me to do the work in them how bad do you want it how dirty are you willing to get in order to retrieve what god has in store for you you have to be willing to do the work i got to this point today Of being healed whole and set free from the things that I was once in bondage to because I did the work. I got desperate for it. There was nothing and nobody that was going to stand in my way from being healed. I was tired of grieving. I grieved for five years. I I talk about it all the time. I grieved the loss of my grandparents for five years. That means I stayed in depression for five years just in a dark place. Putting makeup on in front of others to make it seem like I was okay. But I really wasn't. This is actually news to my family because my family thought that, oh, okay, well, she just grieved for like a year or so and she was okay. No, baby, that soul was much longer. It's just that you didn't know that. Because I knew that you were tired of seeing me a certain way. And so I took that burden on and then presented to you what you wanted to see and not who I was and so that's a message for somebody as well that if you find yourself in a dark or depressed place don't try to show up how other people want you to show up you need to show up the way you feel and what I mean by that is to be real with yourself don't put on a mask don't fake it till you make it don't pretend to be something that you're not if you know That you are just at a broken place right now. You are grieving. You are hurting. You are struggling with your identity. Be for real about that thing. Of course, discern who you can do that with. Because some people won't be able to handle your brokenness well. They might drop it and destroy you even more. So you don't want that. But the main person who you can go to about that thing is the Lord because he's the one who sees you anyway he's the only one who can restore and revive you back to your full identity and your full identity is not in who you thought you were it's not the person who you thought you were when before the pandemic struck or before this bad trauma or situation or death in your family happened it is the person who God already knew in heaven And who he had already ordained and designed and anointed you to be in the earth when he allowed you to be formed and born through your mother's womb that's what it means when he says i knew you and i set you apart he already knew the plans he had in store for you plans to prosper you not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future as it says further on in jeremiah 29 11. so since god is the one who knew your identity he's the only one who you can go to to say lord who am I? What am I meant to do in this earth? Who have you created me to be? And it's OK to be honest with yourself. If you tried for so long to find it in the world and earthly things and, and it just you just found yourself constantly dissatisfied. Baby, that's OK. I went through that, too. And God says you are in the right place when you come to me and say, Lord, I can't find it out there anymore. I need you. And when I say go to the Lord, it's not about going to a church building. Unless God orchestrates your steps that way, then fine. He'll help you find the right, as they say, church home that will help build and strengthen your faith. But baby, wherever you at right now, you could usher God in. You could cry to God right now. Whether you're in the car, you in the shower that's to, to this, you in the kitchen cooking up a meal, you in your um, bedroom, you're in the closet picking out an outfit, you're you're at work, wherever you are you can say a silent prayer or an audible prayer out loud to God and usher him in that place with you in that moment. You don't need to go to a particular building in order to find the presence of God. You just got to welcome him in. And that's what he's saying to you today through this message about your identity. Welcome him in let him use you and show you your full identity let him show you who he has always created you to be let him help you become who he's always wanted and ordained and anointed you to be i promise you your best you is ahead of you it's not behind you i did not know what god had in store for me i remember when i was grieving I wanted to end my life because the pain was so heavy and I felt like my identity was ruined. I mean, God, it it can't be nothing else left. And God showed me. Thank God he did not allow me to take my life. He spared me. I'm so grateful that God showed me, baby, I have purpose for you. And that's another word for somebody that's listening because you may be at your last end and you feel like I can't make it. I need to just end my life. Baby, God would never put more on you than you can bear. And it may feel like the burden is too heavy to bear. It may feel like it's just crushing you. But baby, the crushing is process for your promise. You can survive. God would have never allowed you to get through it if he did not know that you can get through it. But you can't do it on your own. You cannot do it in your own strength. You have to return to the Father. And ask God to help you get through it. And don't just knock on that door one time. Don't just pray to prayer one time and think that's it. It's like a relationship. Repetition is key. Consistency is key. Being committed to communicating is key. And also being committed to reading his Word so that you have something to combat the negative thoughts that the enemy will try to attack you. Because baby, the enemy don't want you to get free. He's going to attack you every step he can. That's another reason why you need to read God's word because it is a double edged sword. It's piercing your insights to change your heart and to kill away the things that are not of Jesus. But it's also piercing the enemy's lies that says that you can't make it, that says that you were a mistake, that says that you are the black sheep of the family, that says that nobody loves you, nobody appreciates you, that you have no purpose or value. That is the lies. But God says, I have purpose for you. I have plans for you. That I began a good work in you and I'm going to be faithful to complete it. That I've made you fearfully and wonderful. That you are well done. And so before I go, I want to share a few scriptures from Psalm 94. Just to encourage your spirit in the Lord. It says, O Lord, the God of vengeance. O God of vengeance, let your glorious justice shine forth. The Lord will not reject his people. He will not abandon his special possession. Judgment will again be founded on justice, and those with virtuous hearts will pursue it. Who will protect me from the wicked? Who will stand up for me against evildoers? Unless the Lord had helped me, I will soon have settled in the silence of the grave. I cried out, I am slipping. But your unfailing love, O Lord, supported me. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. They gang up against the righteous and condemn the innocent to death. But the Lord is my fortress. My God is the mighty rock where I hide. God will turn the sins of evil people back on them. He will destroy them for their sins. The Lord, our God, will destroy them. And again, that's from Psalms 94. And I wanted to share that just to encourage your faith to know to hold on and dig a little deeper. Get dirty. Go to God, the source, to find out your identity. No longer receive it from the world. No longer go about it in things. No longer search for it in magazines. And in all these other earthly resources. But go to the source. Stop letting the enemy lie to you. And tell you that you are unworthy. That nobody wants you. Nobody likes you. Nobody loves you. That you are the black sheep. Stop listening to those lies. And go to the source. And go to his word. As he's the only one that can help you. And let him restore and revive your identity. I'm telling you from my own experience, he did it for me. So I know God can do it for you. And so may the Lord bless you and keep you. Cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord our God be gracious to you. Show you his favor and give you his shalom. Give you his peace. As always, I want to thank you for listening to the Can I Get a Favorite podcast. You can find, like, and follow me on Instagram at Andrea G's or subscribe on my YouTube page at Andrea Griffin-Rogers. Also, we're just starting this new venture, and while new opportunities will come to help us continue to grow, your charitable donations and contributions helps keep this podcast going. Here are some ways in which you can give your seed. You can click on the links in the description, or you can download the Cash App or Venmo apps. If you're at Download the Cash App, you can find me at Andrea G's, that's A-N-D as in dog, R-E-A, G-E-E-S as in Sam, Or on the Venmo app, I'm at Andrea Griffin Rogers. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-G-R-I-F-F as in Frank, I-N as in Nancy, R-O-G-E-R-S. Thank you for your seeds and contributions. Take care and remember to check in with yourself, your heart, and your Heavenly Father because He wants to settle in that thing. He wants to revive your identity and it only comes from Him. Take care.